0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on go GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: Please do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah.
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy.
1: Fall guy. the poster said.
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
2: Trying to make out? Nope. Cause I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
1: What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Fitzgerald to the left. He's got Breston to the right. 18 seconds. can pick
2: down here from the gun. Steelers show blitz. Here they come. He gets it away, and it's picked off at the goal line. There's a flag thrown on the run back. James Harrison to run it back, and Harrison is past midfield. Harrison going down the sideline. Harrison still on his feet. Harrison is going to go all the way and waiting for the official to get there. Touchdown is signal. A flag is
0: down on the run back back at the nine-yard line. One of the most iconic plays in Super Bowl history in Super Bowl 43. That's the Super Bowl that Kerry Davis won. And that is Max Stark's Super Bowl as well. And the former Steeler left tackle. He was the left tackle. He was clearing holes for Kerry Davis back in 2008. <laughs> joins us now on 101 ESPN. Max, thanks for taking some time with us. How you doing?
2: Good, guys. You know, just prepping for Super Bowl out here in the desert.
1: Now, Max, well, I, I got to get your thoughts because I, I when when Debo was running that ball back, we were obviously on the sideline watching. What was your what were your thoughts as that was taking place? I, I, mine was just don't get caught if you get in the end zone. But yeah. what were you thinking watching him run that ball back?
2: I was I was I was I was thinking the same exact thing. Like like please get in the end zone. I was like yeah. I was like you know James was never known for being the most fleet of foot. Correct. So it was like he's known for power, not speed. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like He's a Fruhawk. He's not, he's not a Ferrari. So, you know, I was I was just like, please, God. And then you saw Larry chasing him down, like, oh, God, don't get Hawk. Don't get Hawk. Don't get Hawk. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You didn't get haw- I thought, I, hey, listen, I was ready to carry that, that air take out to him. In the end zone, he was sprawled out because it was actually on the way to the locker room. So it's like yeah. you just pick him up and drug him in there. We could have done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. Like, That's the least I could do for you, Jason. You know, don't use your legs; you used them enough. <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: we've been talking all week about the the importance of having guys that have played in Super Bowls. Uh, Super Bowl forty three was my first Super Bowl, but you had already played in one in Super Bowl forty, 40 and one. Uh, just talk about the the experience of of playing in your first one and then coming back and then having being able to play in the second one and how the how they different dif, how they were different
2: I mean you know both of them are truly special um you know you you can't you can't put a price on those opportunities but I mean to make it there a second time at uh, that time with you and you know it, you realize how, how special and how tough it is to to make it to a super Bowl not let alone try and even win it so, you know, it was, it was just one of those things where it was like, man, we did it. You know, we, you come together, and every year is a different journey, right? I mean, we went through teams that we thought were better than other ones. But for some reason, you look back on it, and you're like, man, there was something special about this crew, man. I, mean, I don't know what it was. And there was just being together, the unity, and then it just clicks at the right time for everything, that, that's perfect. Um, you know, I think that's where we kind of look at it and we say, okay, this was special. But, I mean, I was blessed and fortunate. You know, you know when you get one, you know, what's better than the first one? The next one.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: Yeah. Former Steelers and for a season, Rams offensive tackle with us. Uh, Max Starks with us on 101 ESPN. I, I just brought up, yeah, that you're one year here in St. Louis. I, re- I remember that. You came in and played for Jeff Fisher for that season.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Came in. My, so my my good buddy, the now GM of the Tennessee Titans, Rand Carthon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, talk about running back connection. That was my running back in college at University of Florida. Rand and I came out together, um, and so Rand called me up and said, "Hey man, we got we got some issues. Roger Saffold was uh was 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 injured, and Jake Long was dealing with some with some injuries as well. You want to come in for a couple weeks and help us out? Absolutely. Went for the workout, and really vibe with you know." Coach Boudreaux and it was it was a great opportunity um, you know, to come in and just be around the organization. Jeff Fisher, funny enough, was actually college roommates and friends with, with my uncle Joey browner they went to USC together at the same time. Hmm. So, so yeah. Small world. So, yeah, small world. So with Coach Fisher, the first time I met him, he was like, Holy hell. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like Starks? I'm like I'm like I know, I know. No, 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 trust me, I'm a Browner. He's like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we know how crazy Coach Fisher was. Um, so it was so it was really cool to vibe with them and be and be out there in good old Earth City, Missouri. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, right. Hey, Max, you you talked about prepping for this game. What are your expectations uh, for the Eagles versus the the Chiefs this weekend?
2: So you know what was great. I, I had the opportunity. I was I, I did uh, I I was one of the uh, hosts for uh, opening night last night um, for radio on, on SXM. So I got to go out and actually interview the players and, you know, just talking to them, the different vibes that they had was that you had one perspective where, you know, the Eagles, you know, this is, this is something that you have a couple of guys where it's old hat, but really largely a, a brand new crew When you think of the contributors and the guys playing in it. Um, you know, and they were just kind of, hyper they're hyper excited the bright the lights were bright they were big everybody's looking around and really taking in the moment and then you have the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit more reserved where you know they've been in the Super Bowls third out of the last four years you know and they've hosted five straight AFC title games so for them you saw this kind of being a legacy moment for them because it's like okay you're going to come to three Super Bowls you need to have a winning percentage after this Super Bowl right this is the rubber match for them um coming back to the Super Bowl so you saw a little bit more reserved uh a couple of guys had, had a were very cavalier with their statements about they're not looking at certain players on the other team I will keep <laughs> them unnamed name to re- reduce the cannon fodder on the bulletin boards but um you know it was just two very vastly different approaches but I tell you you know one you, you know what they could do defensively they, they've wrecked teams I mean they had 70 regular season sacks and then eight more in the postseason. So you come in this game with 78 sacks on, on, under your belt, that's a pretty damn good team, you know, when you're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles. And then offensively, I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes, but they're a team that's, that's very balanced. And so, you know, got a chance to talk to Jarek McKinnon last night, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and just talk about the kind of that running game because I think it kind of gets overlooked um, in this process that, you know, they have a, they're a solid run team. So you bring a well-balanced offense, with a killer defense, I expect to see fireworks.
1: Hey, hey, Max, do you think that this Eagles team, should they win the Super Bowl, could go down as, as one of the best teams in NFL history? I mean, they they really only lost one game with their starting quarterback. Uh, they lost those two games while Jalen Hurts was out, but you got a, uh, an offense that is third in, in total offense. You got the defense that you spoke of with the number of sacks and how well they play. Uh, could they go down as an all-time team if they were to win?
2: I, I mean, yeah, because you look at their numbers, their numbers – if they get, a, I want to say, I think it's three more sacks. They they now rival the eighty five Bears mm. defensively. Just think about that num- how astronomical that number was back then, <laughs> and the fact that they're on the precipice of being able to eclipse that number in this game. So yeah, I have to put them when, when you get in that rarefied air that you start, you know, comparing them to legendary teams as far as production. You got you got you got you got to throw you got to throw some smoke in their direction and say what they did was just absolutely phenomenal because they not only were number one in the NFC they were number one in total wins in the NFL for this year mm-hmm. so it's something that they've been on a tear And like you said Jalen Hurts fourteen and one as a starter this season um, that's done, that's nothing to sniff at and so if they can if they can complete the cycle they most definitely could go down as one of the greatest.
0: Couple of more things for Kerry's former teammate with the Steelers, Max Starks. Max in a league in a large group of large men. You were one of the biggest when you watch a guy like Velada play and six eight three sixty five, and he looks just so light on his feet. Tell us what you see when you watch a guy like Velada left tackle.
2: Ah oh, man, I, I love watching Jordan Maylotta. Um He's 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 a he's a young man that you know had a rugby background, uh, went through the international player portal and you know, discovered football after, after being a successful rugby player. So he brings a lot of different elements to his game that you normally don't see, right? They're not taught in traditional football as an offensive lineman. He's used to being just an offensive and defensive player at all times, and you have to have endurance. You have to have size and power to play rugby. So a lot of those rugby principles transfer over for him, and that makes him an even more <clears throat> elite offensive lineman. So when I watch him play – He's just got that rare combination. I mean, he is physical as all get out. I mean, can absolutely just blow guys off the ball. You know, I was talking to Jason Kelsey last night, and Jason said, man, he's like, you know, when you're pulling around the left side, I mean, with, him, you know, with, with Jordan and with uh, Landon Dickerson, he's like, dude, I, I don't, I just like, when I pull, it's like there's just a clear lane. Like, I don't really have, I can buck <laughs> it on an angle, I don't have to pull flat because they're just going to absolutely cave down, you know, whatever side when I'm coming around. A. Oh, so it makes me look even faster. <laughs> um, yeah. and, we, and so when you hear that compliment from the center on the team, a captain on that squad, I mean, that's the ultimate compliment to get that from your peer um, and him just give it unabashedly. So, I mean, that's something that I think is really special. And, you know, you can just go down the line. I mean, the rest of that unit, that, that, that offensive line is probably the best offensive line in the league this year.
1: Hey, I wanted to get your thoughts on something. I don't know if you saw this last week, but Micah Parsons was giving uh, props to Lane Johnson for playing through his injury. And, and you know, they're division rivals. And then Bart Scott uh, had something to say about it in terms of he would never give that, that type of props to a, to a rival. He, it took him therapy to not want to punch Hines in the face because we know what that <laughs> rivalry is. What yeah. are your thoughts on, on, on giving a division rival some props as they head into the Super Bowl? What, what would you think about that? You know,
2: I, I, I think it's respect, man. You know, I mean, because, you know, obviously we played in a different era, Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, you know. I mean, you know, it was also the era of Dave Chappelle's haters ball. I mean, yeah, that's just what we grew up in. Just hate, 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 you know. So, yeah, so, you know, Bar Scott's just from that school of thought. But, you know, I, I actually remember getting a compliment after the first time I left the Steelers that Terrell Suggs actually went in the Baltimore paper, the Baltimore Sun, it was like, you know, right before the Steelers, he's like, he's like, man, I am so glad they got rid of Max Stark. <laughs> he's like, because now I can actually get to Hawaii sooner. Um, you know, I was like, the Steelers probably made one of their biggest mistakes, but a biggest blessing for me. Mm. And he said, let's go Pro Bowl. Uh, and, and then what did he do? He went and got three and a half sacks. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that game when I wasn't there. So so I can appreciate a rival giving some kudos but I mean, but today's athlete, I mean, when you're talking about the social media, the just transparency and just open context and stream of consciousness that's available to us now, um, you know, as athletes and former athletes. Um, it, it's good. I mean, you can recognize it, but also that also means, you know, you have one and Michael Parsons, we argue, is one of the best defensive linemen, pass rush specialists um, in the league this year. And if he could, you know, say, hey, I got to give kudos to that dude because he know he knows what it is. When you go face-to-face with someone,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and, you, and you're battling and both of you are giving your best, all you can do is just, you know, like you said, tip your cap to him. And, and they made it to the game. You didn't. right? So it's just like, hey, man, hey, tip the cap to you. But also know that I'm coming next year and the year after that and the year after that. So <laughs> remember this compliment because it might be the last time you hear that from me if, if I get a three-sack day on you.
0: Max, Kerry and I have been doing the show for six months. He still has not worn purple.
2: Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, there's so many other great colors in the spectrum. Why would you sully yourself with such? And see, and on top of that, I, I, in my fraternity, I'm an, alpha, I'm an alpha man. So black and gold runs through my blood. There you go. Through many levels. But purple has always been something. You know, I associate it with dogs and dog food. Um, so it has not been something. I am completely in the same place with with him on
1: that. It, it just doesn't fit my, you know, my tone of skin and purple don't really mesh well, Max, and so I have no reason to wear that a- a- at all ever. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, no. I go pink over purple. There yeah, you I'm, go. Every day. Yeah. Hey, Max, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Enjoy your time down in Arizona. Uh, we'll be reaching back out to you shortly and, and get some thoughts on what's going on, how the Super Bowl went. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon, bro. All right.
2: Look forward to it, fellas. Y'all take care. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks, appreciate Max.
1: It. Appreciate it. Max Starks, Carrie's Super Bowl
0: teammate with us on 101 ESPN.